0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
1: Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk here video. Today, we've got a lot of hard-hitting questions. That said, our first story is from Open Heart closed. Am I the jerk for saying I won't coddle my infertile sister anymore? My sister Julie's tried to have a baby for 5 years. She had a miscarriage 2 years ago and outside that has been unable to get pregnant. My heart hurts for her, however one thing I don't agree with is how my family's handled it. We're not allowed to talk about babies around Julie. Any kids younger than 3 can't come to family events that she'll attend. She won't attend baby showers, baptisms, etc. The last one I understand but the rest feels overkill. I got pregnant last year. I told Julie first and she reiterated her boundaries. I said I understood. The first hurdle came with my baby shower. My mother-in-law was throwing it. I didn't expect Julie to come. Then my mom told me I shouldn't have one, period, out of respect. I said that was ridiculous. She didn't have to come, so why did it matter? Only three people from my side of the family came to the shower. When my son was born, I posted a birth announcement on Facebook. My parents lectured me for this and said it was going to hurt Julie. I said she could just block or mute me. They said I should make the effort. Julie echoed that if I cared, I would stop. I ended up blocking her just to save drama. My aunt's 70th birthday party is next week. My husband and I plan to go, bringing our son. Julie called and asked if we were going. She then asked for me to get a sitter for our son. I said no. She doesn't want to miss the party. My aunt is one of the few people who agree that Julie's boundaries aren't fair and wants my son there as she doesn't get to see him often. Julie got upset and started crying saying that I was unfair. I finally snapped and asked what would happen when she got pregnant. Would we all be expected to shower her with the love and attention she's refused to give other people's kids? Will her baby be allowed to attend events? She said that was different. I said no, I'm not coddling her anymore my son exists he's family and he's coming she can decide if she wants to or not my parents yelled at me for being mean to julie they offered to pay for a sitter but i said no it's not even her house am i the jerk i think julie has some serious deep-rooted issues here that they need to work through probably some kind of therapy here because it's just ridiculous the limits that they're trying to impose you can't just forbid anybody under the age of three from being around, existing, or being brought to things. Don't worry, security will check you at the door to make sure you're not smuggling in a three-year-old. Is everybody else's minds in the comments as blown as mine is that so much of this family seems to be going along with this? The idea that nobody can bring their three-year-old or younger kids around a family events is bonkers, right? Let me know what you guys think. Our next story is from TA's sister wedding. Am I the jerk for leaving before my sister's wedding ceremony started and leaving someone else in charge of my responsibility? I'm female, my sister got married on Friday. She and I are twins, so we're very close and best friends. She's child-free and I have two kids, three-year-old male and one-year-old male. Obviously, she loves her nephews. She never mistreated them, but she's not a person who would accept being a babysitter for a day. She's never offered to help with anything, though it's her choice and I respect it. Not surprisingly, her marriage was child-free, even for the family. She asked me to be her maid of honor and I accepted. I was responsible for a few things at the ceremony and party, nothing complex, but I asked another bridesmaid for help, so she was also on top of everything. My children stayed with my in-laws while my husband and I went to the wedding. About ten minutes before everything started, I was there for two hours, my in-laws called saying that my youngest hit his head while playing with my oldest and they were taking him to the hospital. I despaired. Even though they said he was conscious, my heart was not at peace, nor my husband's, so we decided to go to the hospital. I talked to the bridesmaid and explained everything I had to do. She accepted, and when it was time to talk to my sister, she had a meltdown saying that I couldn't go at the most important moment in her life, and if I was choosing him instead of her. I got really irritated and said, yes, I choose my son in the hospital. I left her with her cursing me. My son is fine, but he got two stitches without any internal trauma. They did exams. But we only left the hospital the other day because they preferred to put him under observation because he's very young. I prefer to stay away from my cell phone just like my husband. When I got home, several calls from different people, and I answered when I saw my sisters. She asked before how my son was, and when she learned that it was a minor injury, she started screaming saying that I abandoned her at the most important moment in her life, and that she was without a family in her own marriage, no parents and grandparents. I left my responsibilities to a person who did everything wrong and caused an embarrassment, and to make matters worse, I didn't even wanna show up since my husband could stay in the hospital while I would at least share this moment with her. She called me several names until my husband took the cell phone out of my hand and told her to screw off. I really could have at least gone to the party, but I wasn't going to make it knowing my baby's in the hospital. I can't help but feel bad for my sister. Am I the jerk? I mean, granted, it sucks having to bail on the wedding like that, but your kid had a medical emergency and was going to the hospital, and you're not quite sure if there is something serious that might have happened. I think OP's not the jerk, and... I think the sister's just a bit up in their feelings. The hope may be that they just cool down over time or realize maybe they were a little too worked up over it. This next story is from traditional poem 849. Am I the jerk for telling my friend she should have thought before having kids if she wanted more freedom? My friend Isla, 26 year old female, and I, 26 year old female, have known each other since middle school. We applied to the same college and got in. However, Isla got pregnant after a few months and decided to drop out. She's had three more accidental pregnancies and is now a stay-at-home mother of four. I was telling her the other day that I'm going traveling to Europe and if all goes well, I'll be moving there. She got really annoyed with me and told me that it must be nice to have all the freedom and no responsibilities. Like, hello, I work, I'm doing my PhD, it's not like I'm just sitting on my butt because I don't have kids. This isn't the first time she took jabs at me for that, but it was the first time she was this rude. I told her that if she wanted to be free and go off whenever or wherever she wanted, she should have used protection and thought before having kids. Our conversation was at my house and her kids weren't there. She got really mad and left, slamming the door on her way out. She hasn't replied to my messages, but she started telling everyone what an awful person I am. Am I the jerk for snapping at her? I was gonna say this might be a light both sides are jerks here but having thought about it a little bit and considering they opened up with they've had four accidental pregnancies I mean it's just the truth right? Like at what point do you learn to use protection? That's not even like a slight at that point. That's just the cold hard truth. By the way if you're enjoying these stories make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our next story is from AITA Baby name. Am I the jerk for picking the same name for my baby as my brother-in-law's unborn baby? I'm 31-year-old female. My husband, 33-year-old male, and his brother, 36-year-old male, aren't super close. But we all get along well. My brother-in-law's pretty nice overall, but he does seem to be a bit jealous of my husband and just everything we have. But my husband told me that it's always been like this, so it's not really a big deal. I'm currently pregnant with a baby girl, our first baby, and we've been discussing possible names. There's one that we're pretty sure of, it's not super out there, but I think pretty unique nowadays and I really like it. The issue is, this is the name that brother-in-law and his girlfriend had picked out for their baby 3 years ago. If it was a girl, because they didn't know yet, but the baby unfortunately died. His girlfriend chose the name from her favorite ballet and I remember she would say that if she ever had a daughter, she would name her that. We were at a family event over the weekend and I mentioned that we had that name in mind. Brother-in-law looked kind of surprised and said that was the name they'd picked for their daughter. My husband said that we know but we just thought it was a really nice name. Brother-in-law started saying if we could reconsider and that there are other names and this one's really special to him. I said that we decided on the name and he actually didn't even know if his baby was going to be a girl or a boy. He was upset and kept saying that we should reconsider. I got a little mad and told him that he doesn't own the name and that they should be hoping for a healthy baby rather than worry about names. Brother-in-law dropped it after that, but my sister-in-law told me and my husband that we don't care and we're intentionally hurting him. I think OP is the jerk here. While it's totally true that they can't gatekeep any baby name, it is true that it's the same name. It's a name you've known they've liked and thought was special for a long, long time. And if you choose to go forward with that name, you're going to make sure the brother-in-law and their spouse can never look or listen to or see your kid and not think about the pain of losing that child. I just fail to believe that a name can be that important or that special to you that considering the context, you can't find a possible second choice ever. Our next story is from you, Salk. Am I the jerk for telling people to stop congratulating me for losing weight? I've recently lost a lot of weight. I've been fat since childhood. Growing up fat was hard. You're the brunt of jokes, mean and snide comments. Any little pain you had of the doctors must be because of your weight. You're not allowed to complain about being too hot in the summer. Your food choices are scrutinized to death. Eat a salad, well done, it's so healthy. Good on you for trying to lose weight. Eat a burger, that's why you're fat. You should try swapping the bun for lettuce. You should swap your fries for a salad. Are you sure you don't want something else? Christ on a bike, it was exhausting. I got to a point in my 20s where I decided I didn't care anymore. I was fat, and that was that. I stopped efforts for intentional weight loss and started moving my body because I enjoyed it, and it alleviated my depressive episodes. I also went vegan for Lent 3 years ago, and never stopped after the 40 days. I've subsequently lost a lot of weight. I haven't weighed myself in about 5 years, but I've lost a lot of weight. I went from size 18 or 20 to 10 or 12. I'm ambivalent about the weight loss, angry about the treatment of it. People are nicer to me, like they'll greet me when they didn't before. I walk into a store and the staff comes to offer me help. My Instagram likes have never been higher. Men hit on me and point out other aspects of my personality other than being funny. Nobody seems to care what I eat anymore, they even encourage me to get dessert now. People treat me with basic human decency because my body is smaller than it used to be and it freaking infuriates me. I've changed in no way. I'm the same person I've always been, but the way I move in the world has improved because my body is smaller. I went to a family event for the first time post-pandemic. Jaws literally dropped. Oh my god OP, you look so good, you have to tell me your secret. I asked people to stop commenting on my body as it was making me uncomfortable. They persisted until I snapped. I told them very curtly and firmly but never shouting that it's disgusting how they treat me. How the cousins who never invited me on girls nights now want me to hang with them. How people are now talking to me about things other than work and taking a genuine interest in my life. How they're not even trying to conceal their fat phobia. It makes me sad that I could've had the love and support of my family all these years had I not been fat. People did the whole, no, it was your health we were worried about, and I pointed out how two of my cousins were either a high-functioning alcoholic or being on this side of coke addiction, yet none of them were ever treated with the disdain I was. Their concern was not my health, but my looks. Please spare me the lies to my face. It got awkward and silent and my family left soon after. My parents went off on me in the car about it for making this awkward. They said I should have just said thanks and not ruined the family gathering. Am I the jerk? I don't blame OP and I've actually heard sentiments like this before in the past where people who were plus size people for most of their lives finally shed the weight. And it's just kind of shocking how the whole world just immediately treats them differently. Let's be real here. Most people who say, oh, I don't have anything against fat people. I'm just worried about their health are only doing so because they perceive something that they feel is unsightly in some way. They feel compelled to speak up about something that personally, I think, disgusts them on some level. Our next story is from Turkish Queen. Am I the jerk for trying to upstage my sister at her wedding? Okay, so despite having some spats recently, I, 26-year-old female, was recently invited to attend my sister's, 31-year-old female, wedding. Now I'm not part of the bridal party or anything, I honestly don't think I'd want to be but just going as a guest. The rules my sister laid out were that it can't be white and it has to be a more formal type of dress, which I didn't mind and agreed to the rules. I had the perfect dress in mind which was one I wore to a friend's wedding about a year ago which I'd still held on to. For information, the dress is a floor-length, silverish dress with a leaf-like design, and not too flashy or anything, so deciding it was better than spending more euro on a new dress, I opted to wear it. So jumping to the day of the wedding, I show up in my dress with my boyfriend. Everything seems fine up until the reception afterwards where my sister acts somewhat cold to me after I come up and congratulate her and her husband. My sister tells me that she doesn't approve of my dress and that it would be best if I left. I asked her what was wrong about it as it fit both requirements she had set for the dresses worn. She told me that it looked as if I was attempting to upstage her at her own wedding with my dress of choice. Not wanting to cause a scene, my boyfriend and I opted to not argue and leave. On the way out, my parents asked where we were going and I told them the situation. They seemed conflicted with my mother agreeing that it looked like I was trying to be too showy at the wedding, where my father agreed with me that it wasn't too fancy of a dress and my sister just seemed jealous. But now I'm wondering if I'm the jerk in the situation and need to apologize to my sister for it. I'm gonna say OP is the jerk here, because if you're wearing a silverish dress to a wedding, I think most people can agree that's just a little too close to white. And if this is like a really, really nice looking silver-like dress, then yeah, I could see how it could look like you're trying to upstage the own bride. Apparently OP even posted pictures of the dress in the comments and The general sentiment was it just looks way too close to white and maybe even too close to a possible wedding dress. This next story is from More Furries Please. Am I the jerk for blatantly pretending my roommate doesn't exist because of her robbing prank? I, 20 year old female, live in a very safe city, one of the safest cities in the nation. Due to this and a lack of parental regulation as a kid, I never locked my doors. I drive a Wrangler and take the top and doors off and I've never had a problem with stealing. I've never locked the doors to my houses or apartments. This has never been an issue with my old roommates or family. It's just the way I've developed. My roommate, 19-year-old female, since moving in, has increasingly become more paranoid and anxious. I've known her for years and I've never seen her like this.
0: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, It's a, it's a t-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash storytime pod. She thinks there's cameras in her sink. If she gets a bug bite, she assumes she has bugs living in her bed. When she sleeps, she has paralysis where someone comes in to end her. She locks her bedroom door and front door for safety. Knowing this, I've tried to lock the door. However, I don't sometimes. It's a habit I'm trying to break. I came home a week ago, and there was crap everywhere. It was like a mini tornado whirled through my apartment. I went to my room and my TV was gone, my mini boba fridge was gone, all my vintage magazines were gone, so much of my clothes vanished. It was clear through my eyes that I'd had been robbed. I sat on my bed and just sat there in shock. On the verge of tears, I called my father who didn't pick up and I was left defeated practically. Then I jumped up because I was worried for my roommate's room. She was sitting there, waiting for me. She had all my things in there, pranked me to try and teach me a lesson about locking the door. My problem is that she never even talked to me. I had no idea this was an issue with her before. She said I should have assumed that I need to lock the door out of respect for a shared living space. After trivial arguing, I shut the freak up and went mute, grabbed all my stuff to put in my room, and I've completely ignored her since. I'm upset and not over it. I find her thought process alarming and delusional. A mutual friend of mine says that I'm overreacting and being rude to her when she's going through a hard time. As much as I understand that she's having problems, I've received zero empathy or question of my feelings. I don't think I'm a jerk. I think everybody's out of their minds and I need some time away from the crazies. I think OP's not the jerk here. Personally, I subscribe to the belief of better safe than sorry, regardless of how safe the area does seem, I probably would still always lock my door. And especially in a situation where OP's living with other people and rooming, I think it's for the best that they finally learn to lock their door whenever possible. That said, communication is key, and with no communication on wanting that door locked, For them to just go and do this drastic exercise to me seems absolutely crazy. And honestly, I hate having to like move my stuff around. Like unplugging and picking up and moving a TV is like just a crazy chore to me for some reason. So I would be pissed if things were lifted and moved out of my room. And I've got to go and move them back in and plug them back in. The roommate could have just talked to OP. That would have worked well. Our next story is from Throwaway Wedding 9878 Am I the jerk for not inviting my stepmom to wedding prep activities and not including her in the wedding party? I, 26-year-old female, am getting married soon, my parents, 54-year-old female and 55-year-old male, split when I was super young, and my stepmom Hallie, 48-year-old female, has been in my life since I can remember. She's basically a second mom to me and has treated me the same as my siblings, technically half-siblings, even though I spend weekends with my mom. My mother's pretty argumentative and has always disliked Hallie for some reason. She explained that Hallie overstepped a lot of boundaries when she came around, but my dad said that it was a lot of misunderstandings and feelings that got in the way. He doesn't talk about my mom much unless I ask specific questions. My mom's the opposite and says what's on her mind. With my wedding coming up, I plan to include Hallie as one of my parents in the wedding party. I wanted to treat Hallie the same as I would treat a bio parent because that's basically what she's been. Hallie cried when I told her this and was so excited, saying she can't wait to help me pick out a dress and other things. My dad and Hallie's wedding was like a dream, and I hope mine's just like theirs. My bio parents never married, and my mom told me she left him when I was super young. When I told my mom, she flipped on me saying that Hallie's not my mother and it's disrespectful to downplay my real mom by including Hallie in real parent things. She said Hallie has always inserted herself in real parent matters and now she's taking her only baby's wedding from her. My mom started crying and begging me not to let Hallie do this. I felt bad. Hallie does have other children with my father and will have the chance to be in her other kids' weddings. My sister just got engaged not long after me, so she won't miss out. When I talked to Hallie about this, she seemed really sad but kind of played it off and said she understands and just wants me to be happy. My dad pulled me aside and said it's my wedding day, but it would be really messed up to kick Hallie out of the wedding when she's been a mother to me since I was a baby, which she has. I don't know what to do. My mom's hurting, but so is Hallie. Wedding dress shopping is coming up this weekend and I want Hallie to be there, but my mom said she won't come if I invite her because she can't be around Hallie and watch her steal this moment. My fiance says he thinks my mom is being petty as usual, but his parents are together and he's never had to deal with this dynamic. So am I the jerk? I think OP is the jerk here, considering Hallie was the one throughout OP's life, the one that really raised them as a mother five out of seven of the days of the week it's just unfair and unreasonable to be manipulated by your bio mom to kick hallie out of any of the celebrations and kick them out of the wedding if the bio mom can't accept that it wasn't just her that helped raise op and that it isn't just her that has meaning to op then i think maybe they're the one that doesn't deserve to be a part of it our next story is from western fisherman 4222 Am I the jerk for abandoning my mother in Colombia? I, female 43, was born in Colombia but my family moved to British Columbia when I was 4. I'm Canadian. I don't have Colombian citizenship and I don't really want it. I love visiting the country but my life is in Canada. I'm down here right now for a family wedding. I travel down with my mother, 75, because she thinks she's getting old. She has no problem going on vacations in Europe or Asia by herself, but she always tries to drag myself, one of my siblings, or my father down here. It's a beautiful country, and the people are friendly and kind, but she always tries to make us stay with family, which would be fine, as many of our relatives have large homes and apartments with spare or guest rooms, but she never picks those. She always wants to stay with the girl who just had her sixth baby and is only 25 that's an exaggeration but not by much, or with her uncle who literally lives in a house with dirt floors. Once again, nothing wrong with that, but I don't really enjoy that experience. So this time around, I got myself an Airbnb and a really nice part of the city without telling her. When we arrived, one of my cousins on my dad's side picked us up and gave us a ride there. It's spacious and lovely. We unloaded all of her luggage at the apartment, and we spent the day strolling, shopping and stopping for food whenever we felt like it. No pressure from anyone. When we got back to the apartment, she started giving me crap for making her stay so far away from her family. I told her no one's forcing her to stay with me and she's welcome to call someone to take her wherever she'd arranged to stay. So she called her sister who came and got her. They kicked a grandchild out of a room and that's where she's staying. With 8 people and a 4 bedroom apartment. I saw her at the wedding, and she's pissed that I'm staying in luxury while she isn't. I did rent a two-bedroom in case she wanted, but she said she didn't. Her family also gave me crap and says I abandoned her. Am I the jerk? Clearly they've got some kind of family dynamic where they all board and room together, and uh, clearly they all have a mindset that us family, we have to stay under one roof together. But that's kind of just their mindset and not something that's uniform. And I'm kind of with OP here that I'd rather have some space, you know, be able to stretch my legs out rather than stay in some already overly cramped room. All that to say, I don't think OP's the jerk. Our next story is from ProofSinger8384. Am I the jerk for yelling at a passenger after he told me to shut up while my baby was crying? Months ago, I, male 37, started saving up so my family and I could go on vacations to Mexico. I've only been there one time with my wife on our honeymoon, and we loved it. So we decided to go again, but now we took our kids with us. Micah, 7 years old, and Jonah, 2 years old. The thing is, it's the first time Jonah traveled with us, so we prepared everything to keep him calm on the plane, since it was going to be a 6 hour trip. Which isn't bad, but we still didn't want Jonah to feel overwhelmed. Well, he slept all 6 hours and woke up when we were at the hotel. We stayed for one week and it was great. My kids liked it. So we're packing and when we arrived at the airport, Jonah's asleep. We thought he would sleep through the whole thing again, but just an hour later he starts crying. My wife and I try to keep him calm and even though it worked, it only did for almost 30 minutes. He wanted to walk, but my wife and I tried to entertain him with his favorite toys. But he was desperate to move. At this point he starts crying, but louder than the first time. I can see some annoyed faces, but none of them made comments. We played for him those baby sensory videos of fruits dancing, and he was distracted for 45 solid minutes. However, he lost interest and again wanted to move from where we were, but we didn't let him, so the crying comes back. It was incredibly loud, and I could see my wife frustrated and tired. I tried again with the sensory videos, toys, and everything I could think of, but nothing worked. Then a passenger gets up. I thought he was going to the restroom, though he approached us. He started reclaiming my wife for our bad parenting and demanded we control our baby. My wife, annoyed, told him that we were trying, but he's overwhelmed. We're so sorry for upsetting him, but we are trying. He said it wasn't enough. He's tired and wants to sleep, but our baby doesn't let him. Again my wife apologizes, and at this point he starts yelling at us. He said stuff like, baby shouldn't be allowed to travel. That we're irresponsible parents and all kinds of nonsense. I asked him to lower his voice if he doesn't want to scare Jonah, but the dude was so mad and started insulting us. I just lost it and yelled back at him. Which didn't help because Jonah was crying at a higher pitch than before. Then the flight attendant came and asked him to go back to his seat firmly. He leaves us alone, but I can see a lot of people looking terribly at us. I try to ignore them and focus on my kid. After a couple of minutes he falls asleep and stayed like that. When we came back home, my wife called me a jerk for arguing with the passenger, that I just scared our kid and made things worse. I mean, I generally believe that escalation in an argument isn't going to solve anything, but in that situation, I don't think Opie's the jerk. If you're flying, you just kind of expect that there's going to be some kind of crying baby. It sucks, but it is what it is. All I know is, they could've walked the kid up and down the aisle a bit. And our final story of the day is from Own Entrepreneur 3640. Am I the jerk for telling my grandma not to touch my wedding dress? I, 23 year old female, am getting married and just picked up my wedding dress. It's not going to be in alterations until closer to the wedding. Until then, I asked my grandma if I can keep it at her house so my fiance doesn't accidentally see it. She said yes. When I brought it over to her house, I tried it on and showed her. Overall, she liked it, but. She's an old fashioned elderly woman and of course didn't like that I looked so busty in my dress. I have a large chest. It doesn't matter what I wear, anyone with eyes can see that I have big boobs. She then started eyeing my dress and said she's going to make changes to make it more modest. I said that wasn't necessary because I already have alterations being done in the future by the bridal salon I got the dress from. She asked if they're covering up the chest area and I said no. My dress isn't even revealing because, like I said earlier, I have big boobs and it doesn't matter what I wear, you can tell I'm large-chested. Even if it was revealing, I don't have a problem with it. She then made a fuss about how I'm hanging everything out and kept suggesting changes she would make on the dress. I told her not to make any changes to my dress while it's in her possession, but she flat-out ignored me. I didn't even think she'd have a problem with the dress in the first place because I don't even feel that it's sexy or even revealing. She then does not shut up about how much she hates the low cut, it's not, the dress is. I told her that if she feels tempted to alter my dress without my knowledge, then I'll find someone else to hang on to the dress for me. She then got defensive and said that my wedding wasn't a parade for everyone to look at my chest. She then went on and on about the dress and even started to stoop so low as to insult me and my morals and said if I didn't cover up my chest more, I was dishonoring God. I then wrapped it up and said my goodbyes and took my dress back home with me. When I told my mom everything that happened, she said that even though she doesn't want my grandma altering my dress either and that my dress isn't even revealing, she said I started a fight for no reason and that I should apologize to my grandma. I didn't feel like it was a fight because I was still being very respectful of my grandma despite her yelling at me. I just let her say what she had to say, gathered my things and left. I felt that it was uncalled for when my grandma started questioning my morals and my relationship with God all because of a dress. I hate to have this conflict with my grandma, especially with the wedding coming up but I feel so hurt that she insulted me and when I stood up for myself and told her she couldn't alter my dress, I was made to be the bad guy. So am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk and frankly, even if it was revealing, who cares if that's the way you want to have it, so be it. Grandma needs to get over herself. I'm glad OP was able to get that dress out of there because Lord knows somebody like that who couldn't just stop going on and on probably would have altered it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk Here story, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?